Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Those of you who were at Pitchfork last weekend, you may be feeling nostalgic listening to this song. It's Sen Morimoto's single, If the Answer Isn't Love, which made the set list for his festival debut on Friday. Are you still feeling the sunburn? Got a song from your favorite artist that you just can't get out of your head? Or maybe like me, you couldn't make it to Chicago's iconic Union Park Fest. Well, if that's the case, don't fret, because we've got a jam-packed recap for you. We sent out Reset's music aficionado, Ethan Schwab, try and capture Pitchfork's lightning in a microphone-shaped bottle. Ethan's usually running our control room, but in this episode, he's sitting behind the mic for a change to give us the lowdown on the Pitchfork festivities. Not surprisingly, he had an amazing time. Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, This is my first time covering Pitchfork. Uh, I've been a number of times, and I didn't realize how much work it would be, but beyond that, uh, exhausting weekend, but so fulfilling. It was Perfect. I love that. Well, the Reset team, you know, we didn't send you to Pitchfork out of the kindness of our hearts, Ethan. You had a job to do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, what was your goal, though, for the weekend? Yeah, so uh, a lot of the coverage we do here for musicians is focused on local Chicago talent, and that's exactly what I wanted to do at Pitchfork. I uh, uh, Props to Pitchfork because they always highlight at least a few Chicago artists. Nice. And this year I had a few on my radar. Um, day one, I spoke with friend of the show, uh, Sen Morimoto. Oh, Sen. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was making his Pitchfork debut, and uh, here's a bit of our conversation. Hey, WBZ, this is Sen Morimoto, and we're here at Pitchfork. It is an honor, really, yeah. I, I feel like it's such a um, rite of passage for Chicago artists, uh, and I love that every year there's like, you know, spaces on the lineup that they highlight local musicians with. And, you know, I've been playing in a few acts uh, over the past few years with like La La Lala and Namdi and Kaina as well. So like now getting up to do my own songs is like nerve wracking and exciting and all the good stuff kind of combined. I feel like more so for Pitchfork specifically, just because I don't really go to a ton of music festivals, but I've been going to this one for a long time. Um, it has like a very sentimental place in my heart. So I guess it feels more like a personal accomplishment than a career one. Oh, so Sen had a little bit of nerves there, but in a good way, it sounds like. Uh, I love how cool and humble he always is. And I'm just trying to put myself in his shoes. I mean, to be on stage after being someone who was coming there yeah. as a fan all this time. I mean, that's got to be weird. Yeah, yeah. So on stage, actually, Sen told this story about uh, his first time or maybe his second time at Pitchfork selling records, like, in one of the tents just so that he could go to the festival itself. And then <laughs> yeah. he's on stage. Now he's you know? one of the yeah. the acts. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Um, it's crazy how far he's come. And yeah. understandably it, nervous, of course, but excited. Excited, yeah, exactly. It, well— don't pull any punches, Ethan. How was his set? Oh, it was fantastic. Okay. 
He was stellar. I mean, his band was like a who's who of Chicago DIY fame. It was a seven-piece band, all close friends. And you could feel the energy in the way that they played. Uh, they opened on Sections, which is uh, the opening track of his album Cannonball. Oh, okay. Which is very near and dear to my heart. That's what I fell in love with Stan with. Yeah. And it just felt like they did it just for me. Um, <laughs> they probably did, Ethan. <laughs> I really hope so, but I don't know if we're good enough friends. Uh, in any case, I uh, recorded a bit of that, uh, but let's switch between the live version to the studio version. a good song. I mean, I know you were probably losing your mind. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But how, how did the crowd react? Oh, I mean, there were some super fans like myself there. Uh, I got to speak with a few after he finished up. Oh, nice. I asked a number of questions, but most importantly, uh, because I always like to think about this sort of thing, I asked what sets Sen apart from other artists. Uh, here's a bit of that tape. Okay. My name's Veronica, and I live in Avondale. Sam, and I'm coming from Humboldt. I'm Elizabeth, and I came from Logan Square. Yeah, very exciting to see him perform at Pitchfork. I think he does interesting things. He writes lyrics that I can connect to, um, and I find witty or special. I don't know. It's like both vulnerable and angry, but also relaxing, you know. I think there's like a lot of anger today, and people want to chill out, but they also want that heard and expressed. They want their anxieties addressed. They want... Uh, their anxiety is kind of pacified in a way, and so I feel like he does a good job capturing all that. It seems very loving, like very, like kind of like a balm to the time, I guess. I love that, like a balm. Uh, like a balm, yeah, I know, so, so poetic. First of all, it sounds so lively yeah, in the background. it definitely was. Man, was there a lot of people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so Sen played pretty early to the opening of Friday, mm -hmm. but it was a great turnout, yeah. for sure. Well, I hear Sen actually took a minute to meet with some of these fans through an event that was set up with the local independent station Chirp Radio. You caught him afterwards. Let's listen to a bit of that. That's always my favorite part, honestly, afterwards, just meeting the people that actually listen to my music because... Uh, it does feel like there's a separation until that moment. You never know, like, what the type of people are that enjoy it. You know, it could be whatever. But it's so nice to meet people that are just so, like, sweet and, like, everyone's so tender and nice. And I feel so happy that those are the people that it's connecting with. He's a sweet guy. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm sure it's no surprise to you. Uh, you've met the guy. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. And, of course, his fans would also uh, be that same sort of loving. Uh, I asked him a bit more about the comments from uh, Veronica, Sam, and Elizabeth uh, specifically, right. and more specifically the way that they all related with his self-expression that he pours into his music. Uh, here's what he had to say about looking back at his old work 
and ahead to uh, the new stuff that he's putting out. The last couple records I put out, uh, Cannonball was my debut, and sophomore record was the self-titled album, and they were both very introspective albums, I would say. It was a lot about, like, what I was going through personally and just, like, my mental process of sorting through that and trying to, like, become a real person. <laughs> and uh, But the new songs, we played a few of them today. They're from a new record called Diagnosis, and I feel like... This new album is more uh, about flipping the lens around and kind of speaking a little bit more about my thoughts on the rest of the world outside myself. I love that, flipping the lens around. You can hear his growth. Yeah. I think yeah, as a longtime sure. fan, I'm sure that's that's rewarding for you. And it sounds like his next album, it's going to be taking a look at society. Yeah, I think it will. Uh, I also hesitate to say strictly that because I don't want to put it into a box. Um, I'm really excited for people to hear the rest of the album. Uh, not to brag, but I got a little bit of a sneak peek, and oh, it's great. Um, keep of an course eye you out. Did. <laughs> keep an eye out <laughs> for new music in the next few months. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and that is Ethan Schwab, Reset's engineer and music connoisseur. And we're looking back at last weekend and the Chicago talent that graced the stages of Pitchfork Music Festival. So, I mean that was day one, Ethan. So I can't imagine <laughs> day yeah, two. I mean, who right? was on your radar for that day? Yeah. So day two, opening the fest that day on Saturday uh, was another local band, uh, Deeper. They have a psychedelic rock or post-punk sort of vibe. Ooh. It's super cool. Like tons of energy and these like modern elements like synths and drum machines and, and whatever uh, that kind of Add a little bit of texture to it all. Nice. Um, lots of energy, and that marries this kind of classic sound, like talking heads or television or something like that. Interesting. Um, yeah, so uh, let's start with a little taste of Deeper. I'm going to play uh, a bit of their new release, uh, Telly. Uh, here's a bit of that. Automatically, I'm like dancing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right? Somehow I broke into the robot for some yeah. reason. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me move. It's very cool, as you, you promised. And, and these guys, I know that they're veterans in the Chicago scene, but like Sen, this was their pitchfork debut yeah. too. Yeah, it was. It was. And I mean, they were great, as you'd expect. Uh, there were a ton of people in the crowd, like, rocking out with me. Oh it my felt gosh. really good <laughs> to just kind of, like, sweat with people, a bunch of strangers, <laughs> um, as gross as that sounds. <laughs> Especially in post-pandemic yeah. world. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, it wouldn't be Pitchfork if there weren't some weather delays. Yeah. And Deeper got cut short uh, just by a couple of songs. Um, but I was still able to talk to those fans uh, oh, in the cool. crowd afterwards. Uh, here's a bit from Alex from Uptown. I, I'm a local Chicagoan, and I've been following them since their first single. Very excited to finally see them live. I, I love. It feels like a little post-punkier vibe that they're uh, they're going for these days. I'm a big fan of the uh, the the dancier elements of. Uh, of so it kind of feels like almost like dance rock now, and I'm curious how much in that direction they're going to go. 
I'm just very excited to see how tight they've they've become and how uh, how well they perform. So that dance rock vibe, exactly what you were saying yeah. before. Yeah, I mean, so explain that, because I, I didn't even know that there was a name to it. I just know that it just automatically made me move. Is that that drum machine you were yeah. hinting at earlier? Yeah, so it's that drum machine. It also has got, like, this modern synth element to it that nice. is uh, different than their previous stuff. It's got kind of a poppy vibe to it although i really don't like throwing stuff into that category too easily yeah you don't Um, like putting things in boxes yeah i've learned that about you so drew who plays guitar for deeper told me that the synth elements and this drum machine that we're talking about it's like a nice texture to diversify their sound and kind of makes the preparing for future sets a little bit more creative i guess Mm. um and also, a big motivation is uh, keeping the crowd moving, you know, like yeah. keeping the energy up. For sure, for sure. And you got to talk with the band after their set, I which did. is super I cool. Did. So why don't we listen to a bit from them about uh, reacting to that energy you just talked about from the audience? Our best shows are when we're getting reaction from the crowd. It just like feels way better than when people are just kind of staring at you still. And I feel like our music is like... We want it to be like something you can move to and like dance to. It's kind of like the point. I feel like it's just fu- it's supposed to be fun. So, uh, yeah, when people react to us, uh, we definitely go a lot harder. It's just really a two-way street when you're performing. Like energy goes both ways, and we really feed off the energy of the crowd. When we're structuring the set for today. We're trying to take into account like people are going to be walking in because it's the opening of the day, but then also wanting to kind of like build towards an energy that like people could get excited about so it felt good to structure a set in a way that like got people excited and gave us energy to feed off of yeah that energy was pretty contagious for sure i wasn't there and i I could feel it here in the studio what else did you talk to the band about well naturally i was pretty curious about new music that they were coming out with uh keep an eye out for the new album in september and a whopping two-month tour to follow it Ooh, sweet well there were more chicago artists at pitchfork this year i heard that You had one more on your list, Ethan. Pitchfork Day 3 had Ariel Zatina open with this killer DJ set. Tell us about Ariel. Yeah, Ariel is amazing. She's a DJ in Chicago's thriving house scene, as you already said, but very big advocate for LGBTQ corner of club culture. Mm. Um, Her set was a great representation of that. She had these, like, awesome dancers up there with her, and it was just like, What a vibe. Yeah, it was was perfect. Uh, I want to play a bit of uh, her 2022 release, uh, Cyclorama. Right? Yeah. I want to be one of those dancers that were on stage with her. (laughs) Me too. I wanted that too. And that sound, I'm like, what is that? It's so unique. Yeah. Some kind of crazy arpeggio thing. I don't don't, don't even know. know. I don't know. Yeah. So it's it's very cool and weird in the best possible way. Right. It was Sunday at 1, and I got to be honest, when I saw her, I was super exhausted, but I I couldn't help (laughs) but move. By that point. You know? Like, it's Ariel Zatina. Of course I'm going to move. Unfortunately, my interview with Ariel fell through uh, last minute, but I did still want to talk to fans because I got to, you know, shout them out. Of course. Uh, Brian from Pilsen, big fan of Ariel. Here's a bit of a tape. 
I thought it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved dancing to it. The music was, the music and the sound were awesome. Um, and the performances were gorgeous too. It was wonderful to see um, the, the Chicago queer community like up on stage. I love Ariel. I go to every single set that I can of hers. Whenever I'm at an Ariel set, I don't stop moving and I lose the night. And I think that that's a very special experience. Yeah. Um, and that she also like cultivate, cultivates a place where that can happen. Wow. High praises there from from yeah. Brian. Uh, I mean, before you go, Ethan, any other Chicago talent that you want to shout out? Because this just sounds like a heck of a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I arrived, I realized that I was like so hyper focused on music and musicians. Um, I completely or almost uh, overlooked all these like independent visual artists and makers uh, yes. who were coming to that uh, festival to sell their wares and whatever. And they're um, every year, right? Yeah, they're every year. Renegades Art Fest does a tent there, a very popular uh, art festival that happens a few times a-, a year in Chicago. One of the times is at Pitchfork. I managed to speak with a vendor. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, how about we listen to a bit of that tape? Sure. My name is Dara Schumann. And I came from West Town, where my studio is. I do pottery. Um, I make mostly, like, vases and decorative stuff, but I'm diving into mugs and more functional wear. Yeah. I actually, I sold at Pitchfork last year, and I had so much fun, and I wanted to do it again. I honestly do this market just to, like, you know, get a little Pitchfork ticket make my money back and have fun for the weekend yeah people are just here to have a good time and if they want to buy stuff they do and i just bring little things and yeah okay doesn't that sound like fun that does it ethan you are not going back next year until i can come with oh, you please do please do i'd love <laughs> I'm to have coming you. with you for sure that's ethan schwab resets engineer and resident music lover He's been giving us a look back at all the fantastic Chicago talent at Pitchfork last weekend. Thank you so much, Ethan. Of course. Thank you for having me. Well, why don't we go out on some music? What do you want to close out with? Yeah, Sasha. Okay, so one of my favorite artists of all time was at Pitchfork this year. And unfortunately, not a local act, but still so incredible. Okay. It started raining while she was performing this song. And you might think that that would be a bummer, but it was just, it just added to the was beauty. It, just perfect? it was like the whole crowd was like, um, oh man. Well, who is she? This is God Turn Me Into a Flower from Wise Blood. Ooh. This episode of Reset was produced by Ethan Schwab, who edited it along with Andrew Merriweather and Dan Tucker. That's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll have another episode for you on Monday.
Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.